You don't... I think my level of apathy has reached an all-time high. But you're still speaking and breathing, though. So, I mean, well, there's that. Well, I didn't say I, I've reached apathetic level 9,000 where I just don't care to breathe or think <laughs> or talk anymore. I'm going to put my eyes out. I'm tired of seeing things. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of... I'm tired of... I'm tired. I'm so tired. You're only 45, man. I'm 49. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You will be forty, forever 45 to me. I was born in 1969. Next year, I will be 50. So you consider yourself a 60s kid? <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember so much. All the long hair and the hippies and the fucking protest of Vietnam. You know what? I, I've, I've, come to, I've come to realize that I'm probably... I mean, I'm, I lived like like the majority of the 80s and I remember the 80s. I remember playing the games and all doing all the cool stuff and the stuff that's all cool now. But uh, I'm not an 80s kid. I'm a 90s kid. What year were you born again? 81. Okay, so you grew up in the 80s. Yeah. And your teens teens were in the 90s. So that's what, do you think that that's what constitutes you being that decade kid is being a teen during that time? It's when when you think about being a kid, what do you remember? What things do you remember doing when you were a kid, not a teenager? Oh, I remember living in Rhode Island, and I remember throwing a lawn dart at my friend's head. Um, <laughs> I remember riding bikes to the park. I remember playing what in What cartoons creeps. did you watch? Oh, He-Man, uh, uh-huh. Thundercats. Uh, uh-huh. TMN, T- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The original one, yeah. Yeah, yeah the original sucky, god-awful garbage piece of shit. I, yeah, but for a kid, for me, that was awesome. I had, like, figures, and I had G.I. Joe's. Even though I didn't really uh-huh. watch G.I. Joe, I just had to have them because everybody I was else the had same. them. Okay, so I, I've said this on another podcast, I think. I love the action figures. Mm, I wish and I had I kept loved, them. <laughs> and I love the Marvel comic book, but I never watched the TV show. Oh, okay. I was also a little old to be collecting G.I. Joes. <laughs> yeah, okay, Mr. Boba Fett helmet. <laughs> well, whatever. Back in the day, it was something you didn't tell anybody. Right, mm-hmm. you didn't say I collect. I have all the GI Joes, every single one of them, but I love them. I stopped <laughs> by the time I by the time I was in college. I was like, I don't need any more GI Joes or anything fud. Yeah, um, that really didn't go away because guess what? I started doing in my early twenties, masturbating. <laughs> yeah, I waited that long. I was, you know, you know, it happens for some people. I wanted to be special, and there I was at the zoo, and I figured, fuck it. <laughs> Those monkeys are doing it. I might as well, too. That's right. In fact, I threw it right in a kid's face. I found an old man sitting on a park bench. I straddled him, stood over him and straddled him. I and waited, I I waited until the me. nuns were bringing the orphans by. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> And then you pooped no, in your I own mean, hand. And then... No, guess. It's the early 90s. All right. So in the early 90s, you were in your 20s. What did you start doing? Uh, I, what did I start collecting instead of Joe? Oh... I don't know, Cabbage Patch Dolls? Yeah, that's it. There there, you got me. <laughs> Garbage Pail Kid cards? <laughs> Ugh, that wasn't even the early 90s, I don't think. Star Trek The Next Generation, man. Oh, okay, right, right. I have every single one of those fucking things. I wish I had a Patrick Stewart doll. I have one. You've, you've seen it in a Yeah, video. but you know what I would do with it. <laughs> and he's coming back. <laughs> I'm so happy. That's right, he's going to move at three miles an hour, and he's going <laughs> to... No, he's a very gonna, swift-moving old man. How old is he? Gonna, is he like 80 now? Oh, yeah, probably pushing 80, <coughs> I would think, maybe. God. Wait, no, I gotta know this. Even even if it takes a sec, I gotta know this. That's right, how can you fantasize about him if you don't know? There's a man who's not apathetic, but then again, he's also famous and rich, so fuck him. And hot. Yes, yes, we know. He is the, he he's is 78. the geriatric senior that you would fuck. He's 78. Him and Ian McKellen? I'll sandwich yeah. myself between those old wrinkly fox <laughs> if you do you've got a videotape it you'll make a fortune <laughs> pre-orders on sale now uh-huh. the, the the greatest daddy movie ever <laughs> hold on a second i need to take a viagra <laughs> all right time to start the show all Ready? right three two one
Hello, everybody, and welcome to Let Me Finish Two Man One Story. One million interruptions. I'm Jason Harding. And I am Atticus Blake. On this show, Addy tells a story, and I interrupt him. But uh, but uh, keen-eyed observers, or keen-eared observers, will have noticed that lately, it's been me trying desperately to get Addy to read the story... <laughs> Yeah, I've been fin- I've been let me finishing myself. You know why I'm doing that? It's because you got rid of all the zany characters I created. Oh, whatever, dude. We've we've had a role reversal. I'm here still. I don't hear him. I don't even hear him anymore. You just did. Him. You heard me. I didn't. I'll know. never go away. What are we reading? More My zombies, dick is right? knocking on your door. More zombies, right? Uh, yes, yes. There are That's so right. many steamrollers flattening my dick right now. Despite the fact that the author of this story told us to stop. No, he didn't tell us to stop. Going. He said we can move on if we want to. And I think this well, is comedy gold. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna. We're not gonna move on. We need to find out what happened to his girlfriend, right? Yes. All we right. need to know if this degenerates into porno. That's what we need to know. <laughs> Zombie or, 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 or elder porn. Nate, I don't know how to tell you this, but one way or another, it's going to degenerate into porno. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't know if this is the exact spot I left off on, but hey, then I gotta again, tell I... them what to do if they have a story they want us to turn into porno. Hey guys, if you have a story you'd like for us to read on the air, then please go to the Let Me Listen podcast uh, website, go to the contact page, and leave it for us there. Okay, okay, or send me an email. Let me know how you want to get it to me. Okay, where do we leave off? Uh, again, I went uh, I went left behind the couch and came to the window that faced the street. I bet you did. A thick green curtain was a thick green. We've curtain seen that. We've drawn. we read that part. I, I did. Okay, I'll move on a couple paragraphs. Okay. Uh, the light was also on in here, and everything was in horrid detail. A small a small counter ran along the wall to the left side of the oh, room. Oh, horrid! Sean, <laughs> that's that's t- awful. Nobody puts wall. Nobody puts that's tables so against walls. <laughs> Who does orange and avocado for a for a kitchen? <laughs> oh my God! There are flesh colored ceilings. <laughs> Can- <laughs> Do you remember? Okay, you weren't alive for the seventies, but I'm wondering if you still had these. There was a really popular um, Tupperware that uh, was yeah. out in the seventies. Yes, that was like it had that like that like vented top, and they came in like three colors, and it was like yellow, avocado, and like burnt orange. Mm-hmm. Everybody fucking had them, and they brown like, to the point where you think that there's mold growing on. After like twenty years, if you that, pull one of I these mean, out of your grandma's like counter. They, uh-huh. They're sort of yellowish and brownish because the plastic, <laughs> they didn't make plastic as good as they do now, mm-mm, you know. <laughs> the plastic now will be around, you know, forever. It'll be around until the heat death of the universe, but. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that pl- right. <laughs> oh, I'm sad. <laughs> uh, all right. <clears throat> Sean had put it in last year for Susan to organize her art supplies on. How do you know so much about your neighbor's house? Because she thinks she lives. There's a secret door at the back of the neighbor's house, and she just slips in naked. <laughs> there, you know what? There was. A, I remember reading a story about an, an old elderly Chinese lady that lived in somebody's covered for like five years, and they never knew. On per- oh, she did it on purpose. Yeah, they never knew. His food would go missing. His things would be disheveled, but he never saw a break in. And and somehow she was so tiny and wizened that he never knew that she was living in there. Why did? Why was she doing that? Because she didn't have a place to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'll be all of us real soon. Yeah, living in the walls of rich people. <laughs> Just like my brother. <laughs> <laughs> now I see bush- brushes, paint tubes, cups, paper, etc. scattered and in small piles on the counter and on the floor beneath. And an easel had been standing in the center of the room, but it had been knocked over and the canvas was now resting against the wall in the far left corner. Dun, dun, dun. I recognized her work, but it I knew... It was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> she hadn't accentuated the balls with, ha- with hair. That's right. I got the it hiccups. Was a sim- it was the simplest line drawing you could do, and she actually wrote dick with an arrow pointing at it, just in case no one knew what it was. Uh, that's funny, because uh, I, I remember, uh, like, uh, maybe... maybe Five years back, I went to visit. I went to visit my old camp, the the Christian camp, with with my yeah. kids, just so we could see some family and stuff. Good and, old camp dick and balls. Uh, <laughs> camp oh my god, that's what Jason actually. Camp named, oh my god, yeah. But anyways, um, I, except now it's been <coughs> they've updated the name, and now it's oh my god faster. Oh my god, harder. Oh my god, put it on my face like a dirty little whore. 
Anyways, so there was a there was a kid who Oh my god, put it in my brown button. Push it hard. <laughs> there was a kid who uh who came up to me and they they had grown well, I mean, it had been years since I had seen him. He was probably he was probably eighteen at this point, but he walked up and he's like, You know they painted all over all our signatures in the cabins and I'm like, Oh, really? Aww. And he goes, Especially that dick that you drew in the girls' cabin and I'm like, What? <laughs> Like you're an you, aggressive little kid. <laughs> you, you, you've got to be kidding me. Well, this is a person that I had talked to before. I mean, they were just they just thought it was funny. No, um, I mean, when you were a little uh, kid, you sneak into the girls' cabin and draw dicks all over the place. Pleasant dreams, girls. <laughs> well, anyways, he walked. He he tells me this, and I'm like, no, I no, I didn't, because I didn't. I don't remember doing this. I'm telling you, Jason, I do not remember. And he goes, okay. he goes, you can kind of see, still see it through the through the paint, through the the the, the whitewash that they used before they're going to paint the inside. Side and I'm like, nah. He goes, yeah, right, nothing uh, can keep. I'm going to show you. And <laughs> I go into the girls' cabin. This is after they all left. Um, and he goes, he goes, no, you just banging. <laughs> no, don't mind me, girls. Keep talking about your periods or touching each other, or whatever. Or not. I'm gay. Each it doesn't other. matter <laughs> to me. <laughs> so, anyways, he points to the wall and he says, he says, look right there, and there is a a a kid drawn penis, like a like a childishly drawn penis with a dick with a dick in a hairy nutsack. Did you sign underneath it? the whitewash? And it was signed my name. It was signed. What and he's the like, fuck? And, what un, the and f- underneath that, it says, "This is a penis in my handwriting." <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck? I did not do that." Okay, Addy, let's walk this back. How old were you when you think you did this? I don't know, seven or eight. Okay, so seven or eight, that's understandable. You walked to you said, I want to draw a dick. And then Manny came I, in right behind me and he was like, I can do much I wanna, better. <laughs> I want to draw a dick and I want girls to see the dick that I drew. Then you drew it and you probably went, that's a really good dick. And so you, you signed your name to it. But then you thought, hey, maybe little girls my age haven't seen a dick, so I better tell them what it is. <laughs> I guess so. At least, at least it wasn't Manny. <laughs> this is me gurking off while watching you girls undress at 23. <laughs> are you happy with all the blank air that you keep doing? Um, am I, what? What are you talking about? I don't know. It just like all of a sudden you said, and this is, and then it goes blank for a little while and then you come back. Oh, it must be Skype, but um, it's being recorded on this end. So I just looked at the peaks. Addie, the joke is, is that I don't <coughs> actually even hear the voices anymore. Oh, well, I'm just going to ignore that because they have to be a part of the show. You're never getting rid Whatever. of Whatever. Read the story. Oh my god, an easel had been standing in the center of the room, but it had knocked, been knocked over and the canvas was now resting against the wall are in the left corner. Are you going to read the story or not? What are you dating uh, I recognized her work, but I knew it wasn't finished. It looked like a woman standing I'm on the side of a long fairly bridge. fairly certain that people tune in to hear Rich and Buttery. Not that. <laughs> I, I'm fairly certain that they, they tune in to hear the zany characters that you have murdered. <laughs> It was fun, too. It was fun. I liked it. Uh-huh. What about Pooh Bear? Oh, Pooh Bear. Poo All right, Poo hold on. Bear. Now it's my turn to kill somebody. <laughs> Come on. Come at me, bitch. I'll take you down. You do realize I have a serpent for a penis. No, you just have an incredibly long one that used to be coated in gold. Mm-hmm. You feel that tightening around you? We're not doing this. <laughs> <coughs> As it expands, it expels the air from your lungs. All right, we're reading the story. God damn it. God damn it, this has gotten gross. All right. Green plants and grass outland the dark blue... Oh, oh my God, the fucking... Just stop coughing. (coughs) Jesus. Do you think they tune in for that? No. But they're used to you making just about every bodily noise there is. That's true. I think we even caught a fart. We might have. Green plants and grass outlined the dark blue water in the pond that emphasized the lone figure in the center of the picture. She appeared to be wearing a thin white dress that reached just before her knees and had thin straps that wrapped around the tops of her shoulders. Her face hadn't yet been painted, and the sky and background remained blank. Great. Um, there's, like, <coughs> shit going down? <laughs> she, this, the, obviously, this person is very stupid, so you got to give I them a I stopped to take notes so that I could put it in my paper. I, I do the art beat. As my gaze drifted drifted from left to right, I saw the art hello, supplies. Hello, hello. We're her gaze. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> Ew. We're just going to drift from room to room. Well, bye. Commenting on how bad your decorating is. Oh, my God. Avocado and orange. <laughs> 
Oh my god, he's got flower print walls. It's like pink Archie Bunker. And brown. <laughs> it's pink and brown, yes, with dots that I've, have concentric circles outwards. Uh, there's bell bottoms in your closet. Just kill yourself. What the fuck? <laughs> Those could come back, but I don't think so. Hmm. Just keep wearing them until you die. <laughs> I'm all for Clemps now. <laughs> <clears throat> For half a second, I wondered what he was doing in here. Wait a minute, what wait was... a minute. As I drifted my gaze from left to right, I saw art supplies, the painting, and then a man in jeans and a blue hoodie laying on his stomach in the middle of the room. For half a second, I wondered what he was doing in here. Then I looked right again and saw that both Susan and Sean sitting on the floor against the wall. Sean was on the right and looked up at me as I entered. His eyes looked scared, like he thought I was going to hurt him for a second, but then he recognized who I was and looked calm again. Susan looked to be asleep with her head resting on Sean's shoulder. He had his right arm wrapped around her so that his hand was covering her forehead, pressing her head against his ear, gasping when I saw bloodstains on all three of them. What happened? With an exclamation point instead of a question mark. Uh I took a step forward and knelt down to eye level with Sean. It was then I noticed the hammer in his left hand resting on the ground. It had black stains on the metal end of it. I don't know, he said in a broken, quivering voice. I just hammered my wife's head until it exploded. No, that's not what it says. I was upstairs in the bedroom finishing the bookshelf I was making for Susan. I heard her scream downstairs, and I stopped working to hear her. Then I heard crashing in the kitchen, so I went downstairs to see what was wrong. His eyes were staring at the body in front of him. By the time uh-huh. I got down, she was already in the living room, and he was w- and he was walking after her. He nodded at the body. She tripped and fell into the table, but she was trying to get away from him. She got up. She got up and ran in here. His voice took on a serious tone, and he followed her. I didn't try to help her. I didn't know who he was or what he was doing in my house. When I got it in, kind of turned me on a little bit. Yeah. I liked the idea of being able to kill somebody, and I got <laughs> off. Uh-huh. Oh, she's jerking me off right now. This is kind of the after-killing jerk-off thing that I wanted. So Who told you you could come into our house right now, by the way? Yeah. Also, uh, how come you didn't come over sooner when you heard all the crashing and the screaming? <laughs> I don't know. She's actually Why didn't like, you hear the crashing and the screaming? She's actually, like, twirling her finger around her hair. <laughs> You know, that painting was really good. I liked it. Since you've still got an erection, you want me to sit on it? (laughs) You mean your wife's dead. You are doing a cold handy. That's what that's called. A cold handy when you take a a corpse's hand and jerk yourself off with it. If this makes it past this fucking pot, if this makes it past this podcast, and you see it in Urban Dictionary, you claim credit on that fucking shit. <laughs> no, it's the girl in the, sh- in the thing that gets to take credit for it. A cold hand is when you use a corpse's hand to jerk yourself off. With. Or, or or a severed hand, or anything or anything that's just cold, but once was living. So like, <laughs> so like a rabbit's foot. <laughs> so anything that used to be alive yeah yeah okay great. Well, technically i mean the oil that's in most plastics used to be parts of dinosaurs so <clears throat> and he followed her i didn't try to help her why not i didn't know who he was or what he was doing in my house I read that already when i got in here i i i had her in the corner and it was biting her no i didn't he lifted the metal end of the hammer so that it was standing upright. I grabbed him and I pulled it away. I pulled him away from her. I wasn't thinking and hit him in the face with this. Nah, man, you were thinking. You were thinking. Yeah, you, were thinking. you wanted a cold handy. <laughs> Is that that's the name of the episode? <laughs> he nodded to the bloody hammer. He fell down, but it was it was still. Mo- Trust me, Jason. I am fighting the urge to say shit in between every single <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I've just, you know what? I you can tell when I'm in like a when I'm when I'm feeling depressed because I will make more jokes during the show than you. Otherwise, I'm usually telling you to shut up. 
Usually, yeah. I'm like, shh, dude. Let me read this. His voice broke again. I don't know why I did it, but I had to. Uh, It wasn't until now I noticed the golf ball-sized hole in the back of the man's head. I fucked him. I fucked him right there. I fucked the hole. I fucked that that hole. I believe I've mentioned the movie Hanger at some point. Uh (laughs) That's that's called a cold Einstein where you fuck somebody's brain. That's good, right? Well, wouldn't technically be fucking their mouth. What? How? You have to fuck the brains. Like, you have to get physical brains on your your dick or vagina. Okay. I don't like where we're going, but sure. (laughs) And it's a zombie story. I mean, who cares where it takes us? He said the hole was in the back of the guy's head. That's what you do when you when you fuck them. If their their brain is still functional in any way, when you touch their brain with your dick, it will cause their arms to like go. (laughs) Stop it! Stop! Like a waving inflatable tube man, (laughs) and then their legs will jerk around. This is where we officially start losing <laughs> listeners. They're like, nope. Thanks for that nightmare. No way. They're usually like, I want to share this with my grandma. <laughs> grandma, listen to this. What do you think? Do you think that there is an elderly person out there who listens to every episode? Like that, you know, no, I'm, I'm not saying somebody who's just over 60 and is a senior because I'm pretty sure there's somebody that listens that's that age. But like 80 or 90 years old that's like, I'm sure. going to tune in every week. Look, I don't know how to tell you this. We're not doing anything unique. There were two jack jackholes just like us back in the 1920s, 1930s. Maybe not doing a podcast, but sitting or standing around somewhere being just as dirty as they possibly can be. No. Using what was not ever as around good them. as yes. us. No way. Bullshit. Oh, come on. What I'm saying is out of our listeners. Out of our listeners? Yeah. Sure. Okay, well, at least you'll admit to that. But you won't admit that there's probably at least, you know... A quarter, a quarter of of a billion people who have had sex with corpses. Anyway, a quarter of a billion people. Uh, he could bear. That's two hundred. Wait a minute. Does a cold handy count as sex with a corpse? I would think so. Okay. And a handy, a handy counts as a hand. If you jerk yourself off, it counts as sex yeah. with yourself. I mean, there have got to be some people out there that don't want to, you know, take the corpse's virginity, or that the corpse doesn't want to give up its virginity. Ah. Uh. That's right. Just keep gripping. I would think the zombie would just rip the dick right off, though. Probably. And then eat it. <laughs> oh, I could barely see the small wounds in Susan's neck. She had long red marks where blood had streamed down into her clothing. Is she okay? I asked. Are, is this woman okay? Seriously? Is she okay? Is she okay? That's the voice from now on. Uh, no, I did. No, he did something to her. After a minute after I stopped him, she started complaining and she felt warm. Her skin felt as hot as an oven, <laughs> so like 400 degrees heat until That's 400 degrees. That's why I'm cooking degrees. this bacon on her thighs, because I'm hungry. <laughs> that, 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 that's not a cold handy anymore. No, I don't care. It's, I don't care. That's a hot, that's a hot handy. <laughs> She's not dead yet anyway. She's super hot, so I'm going to have some bacon. I fucked that guy's, that guy's head hole, and now I'm just waiting for my wife's fever to break. I need some bacon, and then I'm going to wait for the body to cool off. I'm going to jerk myself off with her hand. Oh, jeez. Can you leave, please? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Can I join in? I'm gonna call the cops. Hello. I'm I'm still warm. No, that this is that's no longer a cold handy. That's a hot handy. That's, when yeah, when you that's let hot. somebody jerk you off when you when they have a fever. Yeah, that's a hot hand sandwich. <laughs> you you know that there's someone at least who is like who is like well you got a hundred and three degree fever. I bet it's nice and warm in there. Yeah, if they're and the, like want to have sex, I know you're hallucinating like bats or something, but that'd be cool. You won't remember it later. <laughs> yeah, I'll just tell you that you were just had a fever. I'm pregnant. <laughs> All right, no, 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 no. We'll get off of that one. Anyways, her skin felt as hot. Everyone can hear my dog having a freak out because she thinks she's going outside. And now my daughter's yelling at the dog like she always does. Just pick the dog up and pet the dog. I had no idea what to do, and I just watched it happen, he said resentfully. It was a minute after she stopped breathing, and she was gone. Now I saw the paleness of Susan's skin and knew why. It was only magnified by the deepness of her long brown hair that came down past her shoulders. She had told me that she tanned constantly because her hair did this. I told her she was too self-conscious. 
Wait, what does her hair have to do with her tanning? Well, her hair normally accentuates the fact that she's pale, but she yeah. tans. And now the fact that she's like, no, nah, I, I mean, if she tans and she uses those like thing, the the the, the colorant and the accelerant yeah, and all that kind colorant, of stuff, she won't notice. And that then she's all pale. of a sudden, she dyed her skin. Her, her skin would what would? Oh my god, you would see like a ring around like where her hair ended. Yeah, <laughs> like a bright, yeah. like a like a bright stark, diff, like a doll. Painted. Like most people who use an artificial colorer to darken their skin. Mm-hmm. Much like our president. That's not dark. It's bright orange. I mean, orange. He, chose, he chose an orange color, but I mean... <coughs> How does he? I, I. Oh God! Never mind. I just. Why did? I mean, he is he so that doesn't realize that other people exist. That he just doesn't. He just wakes up in the morning and goes, "I'm always going to use this orange tanner. I'm never going to. It's. I know I got it at the dollar store, but I save money on things. I'm. I I'm just like you. I think what it might. What part of it might be is that you know your eyesight changes as you grow older. Maybe he is convinced that it's a different color than orange, and he thinks everybody's crazy. No, no. Some, then that's the color. Many, he many wants people to have be. told him. Mm-hmm. Just like his hair. We read the Stormy Daniels thing. Yeah. My favorite thing is you can see that he doesn't. it doesn't get applied all the way up to his eyes because his eyes are white. And they have, he looks like a reverse raccoon. Oh, God. Oh. All the all the people who work in the White House to groom the president, oh, they, yeah. they must have been so angry. They're like, "All right, get get rid of the get rid of the good shearing scissors and the and the uh, nail polishers and the yeah, we need some hair glue and uh, some other stuff." Yeah, all right, and some orange, just some orange paint. It's just paint. <laughs> he, doesn't even, he doesn't even know. They literally go to Walmart and they they bring a they bring a shade that like <laughs> what's the brown what's the brown stuff they use in hospitals to iodine wounds. is it iodine yeah. no there's something else Bet- ben, betadine uh, it's it's betadine it's, it's still iodine it looks like his skin has been dyed with that and he just caught he's like this is how i keep myself clean yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm beautiful I now ba- dude that's got radiation in it radiation isn't real <laughs> it was made up by the chinese by China. <laughs> Sean slowly took his arm from around her shoulders and set Susan's head gently against the wall. Can't damage the skull because I need it for later. For, as Stop. an ashtray. And a soup bowl. You know what? I knew a person who did that. Did what? They uh, they went into a sepulcher. Like they were, you know how you, when you're a kid... A you, sepulcher? Whatever. When you're, when you're kids, you go through the graveyard and like look at graves and shit, you know, to hang out. And you're like, hey, hey, hey it's cool. Okay. Right? Yeah, have, sure. We all did it. <laughs> uh, if you've never hung out in a graveyard at night, you're not a person. Anyways. I've never done that. I've never been like, let's go hang out in a graveyard. Well, I'm going to... We're going to... Find out in the comments it's that you're wrong again. Just not a thing I did. Okay. <coughs> uh, anyways, she went into a sepulcher that was op- a sepulcher that was open, like mm. a family sepulcher. Opened yeah. one of the entombments and took a skull out and broke the lock. And and you and it was used as an ashtray for many years. Jeez. <sighs> I hope she got a curse from it. <laughs> <laughs> Curses aren't real, Jason. It just floats around. Hey, motherfucker. <laughs> When she dies and Satan gets her, he'll use her as an ashtray. <laughs> Alive. Alive. She'll be sitting there with her butt in the air and he'll use her ass crack as a rest for his giant cigar. And they'll just let it burn all the way down. Then after a few thousand years, she'll get used for cold handies. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. she's literally the coldest thing in hell, so they just throw her dead body against people. <laughs> Here, a moment's peace. It's so cold that the skin sticks to her head. It gives them frostbite. Yeah, it gives them frostbite. It sticks. The skin rips off. It's like the the, the kid sticking his tongue against a pole in uh, in uh, Christmas, a Christmas story. story. Yeah. Yeah. Help! Stuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they scream. <laughs> oh, Dog! looks like they're throwing around uh, joy again. Uh-huh. Slapping her corpse. Anyways, when did this happen? I asked. <laughs> Who cares? What? About an hour ago. We need to get. He's been sitting there with her corpse for an hour. Mm-hmm. We need to get the police. I tried calling, but all the lines are busy. He looked like he was just barely holding himself together. I can't drive right now. Can you? 
Everything I had just seen was still setting in. I didn't know how to act. I suddenly remembered I was in my pajamas. Her, br- She breasted boobily around in her pajamas. <laughs> yeah, I'll drive, but I have to go change first. What? No, you don't. What are you talking about? Oh, jeez. Uh, all right, go change, I guess. I have to take an Adderall, too. All right, so just a second. I got to go back. I got to change my clothes. First, I got to take a shower, and I got to make myself... I got to put my face on. <laughs> I've got to flatten my hair before I go see the cops. But I swear I'll only be ten minutes. Vail who? <laughs> yeah, I'll drive, but I have to go change first. He nodded and walked by me, stopping outside the door. I walked out, and he closed the door behind me. He kept his... Yeah, I know why he's closing the door. Oh, yeah. On Susan as the door slowly blocked his view. I walked straight to the front door. Once I was outside, I jogged back to my... I breasted boobily back to my house. <laughs> I wasn't wearing shoes, and the concrete was uncomfortable under my feet. I went as fast as I could up the stairs to the bedroom and changed into khaki shorts and a blouse. I took my cell phone off the bed where it was laying and put it in my front pocket. Yay. I put my penis... Oh, it says tennis. Sorry, that really was... I put my tennis shoes on. <laughs> I put my penis shoes on. I put on, my penis shoes on. And I dick, dick, dicked around. <laughs> dick, 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 dick. Nickelodeon. We've lost our minds on Nickelodeon. We're now Dickelodeon. Look at it, kids. It's no longer green slime, but white goo. <laughs> okay, we're done. Okay. I regret going in that direction. It's your fault. I put my tennis shoes on on and on and bounded downstairs and back outside. It was now bounded extremely boobily. dark. I, <laughs> I bounded dickily with my with my tits hanging to my knees. <sighs> it was now extremely dark, and the only light came from the moon and in its reflection off the sides of the houses. Sean was standing just inside the front door. Once I was inside, he walked past me without saying any. Wait, anything right to the what? Once I was inside, he walked past me without saying anything to the right front door into the garage. Sean flipped on the light as he walked in, and a bare bulb hanging in the center of the room glowed brightly. It burned shapes in my vision, so I stopped looking at it. There sat his jeep. Wait, he turned on a light and you just started staring at it? <laughs> yeah, this, 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 this is missing something. Oh, yeah. what, what is it? Um, fear. Yeah. Yeah. There sat his jeep. It was a kind of unorthodox car. Vale and I had thought. But Sean... Oh, finally he comes back into my memory. Uh, I remember him. He was gay anyway. It was... (laughs) Jason doesn't even bat an eyelash. Nope. But Sean and Susan had picked it out from a lot of cars that he seemed to be much more normal. I walked around the driver's seat and got in. It was strange to me how the windows are made of removable plastic that I, I, would, I would sooner use to wrap my food in than insulate a car. The door was thin and small. I thought I would snap under, uh, it would snap under my weight as I climbed into the seat. Sean got what? into the passenger seat without a word. Sean pulled a ring of keys from his pocket. He found one another for the car. Found, he found the one for the car and handed it right to me. Uh-huh. I put it in the ignition and turned it. The engine started up at once. I was about to drive Ooh, when I was about to put it in drive when Sean said, "Did you hear that?" I didn't hear anything and said so. I think I heard something. He said and got back out. He walked to the door and looked inside Sean, for one second. Stay in the car. No, no. Stay in the car. You stay in the car, bitch. I'll stay in the car. <laughs> She's not smart enough to tell him that. She didn't even know what the hell's I going know. on. I look cute. Do I look cute? Cute enough for the cops? Is this the cute top? Yes. And then the gays come out and they're like, no. You're gonna die, Ew, you tennis fucking shoes idiot. And khaki pants? We're already dead. We already gave each other like ten called handies. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, idiot. Uh. <laughs> he said and got back out. He walked to the door and looked inside for a second, then continued up to the house again. Confused, I turned off the engine and stepped back down into the ground. I walked around the back of the Jeep and stood by the open... Into the ground? Yes, onto the ground. Okay. I walked around the back of the Jeep and stood by the open door and back, back into the house. Sean had gone back into the door into Susan's studio. He had his ear against the door like he was listening for any sound. 
For four seconds, he was motionless until he took a step back and stared at the door. Susie? Susie, is that you? Oh, God, Matt. not this old trope. Time for a cold handy. <laughs> I put both hands on the doorknob and opened the door wide. <laughs> Susan was standing there. I thought her skin looked even paler than before. Her hands were hanging limp at her sides, and she and Sean stared at each other for a moment. Sean reached reached out and hugged her tightly. Susan didn't seem to understand what was going on and didn't hug him back. He looked around like everything she was seeing was new to she looked around like everything she was seeing was new to her and she had no idea what was going on. Her arms remained where they were. Sean drew back a cupped hand, uh, drew back a cupped and cupped her face with his hands. He uh-huh. stared at him with empty eyes. She stared at him with empty eyes. Oop, I think I accidentally called called forth Siri. Why did you do that? Siri? Okay, never mind. Okay. Uh, Susan didn't seem to understand. She looked around like, okay. And then she had no idea what was going on. Her arms remained where they were. Sean drew back and cupped her face with his hands. She stared at him with empty eyes. (sighs) Susie, are you all right? It's me, Sean. He knew something was wrong, and so did I. She never acted this way before. Or maybe she (laughs) did. Like, like, it's pretty (laughs) obvious that that's... Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. I mean, she was attacked and bitten by a guy, and then he thought she was dead, and she's now not dead, I guess. (laughs) But everything's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine. (coughs) A second later, she seemed to react a little. She lifted her hands and put them around the back of Sean's head, like she just remembered who he was. She smiled a little, but the smile disappeared just before she violently pulled him forward and bit him just above the eye. He was so surprised that he made no noise of reaction. I saw blood pour down the side of his head as she tilted her head from side to side to rip a piece of flesh loose. (laughs) Mmm. And it did... He didn't react to that. (laughs) Oh, I love you so much, honey. You can eat pieces of my flesh anytime you like. Are you hungry? Are you hungry, sweetheart? <laughs> here, here's my tongue. Here, yeah. <laughs> here's my dick. You can you can eat my dick and balls. <laughs> now, there's something I've never seen in a horror movie. You've never seen that? <clears throat> someone get their well, I've maybe someone's seen someone get their dick bit off, but uh-huh. not but not someone get their dick bit off and then watch the person like gnaw the penis in their mouth and the testicles exploding with Blark. semen. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Uh, then she looked up and opened her mouth. The ragged bit of meat fell to the floor. Don't waste meat. It fell to the floor. Don't waste <laughs> no, that's meat. That's what I said. A long, terrible, high-pitched growl came deep from within her How throat. How can you have your pudding if you don't eat your meat? What's the pudding in this situation, though? It's from pink. I don't know. I'm just going to pretend I can't hear you. Who are you? It's a, You're just a character a on my show. It's a braids. <laughs> <coughs> Fuck. I still haven't kicked this sort of terrible sickness. This cough you've had, yeah. Yeah. A long, terrible, high-pitched growl came deep from within her throat. It was like nothing I had ever heard before. It lasted a full ten seconds, and her empty stare fell down on me. By the way, for a whole ten seconds, I just kind of stood there. (laughs) (laughs) What? I just kind of stood there. I didn't try to pull them apart. I I didn't react. I just kind of stood there. (laughs) I was frozen where I was. My mind had stopped. (sighs) And she bit Sean. I was so shocked. (coughs) (coughs) Fuck. An an angry expression materialized on her face, and like I had interrupted her. (laughs) (laughs) Don't interrupt me while I'm eating meat. (laughs) Especially my husband, meat. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. She let out another low bark and started running running flat out towards bark. me. <laughs> Carefully, you're going to upset your dogs. I don't care. She waved her arms back and forth, and she cared about nothing except getting to me. I heard She the... waved her arms in the air like she just Didn't don't care. care. <laughs> <coughs> let me clear my throat. <coughs> I heard the loud bumps of her bare feet pounding on the hardwood floor. Is Sean dead? I don't know. How does a bite in the head kill Sean? He's just, he was so in love with her and her betrayal. He's just like, he's just like, Jesus, you bit my eye out. (laughs) I always hated you. I'm actually gay. That's how come we have that flower print wallpaper in the sewing room. (laughs) Okay. What? Nothing. It's why my wife was so well dressed. (laughs) It wasn't. Is she running? Is she going to try to run away? 
it wasn't until she was less than 10 feet away that I had I had thought to shut the door. I reached and grabbed oh, the far side of it with my hand and threw it closed. <sighs> Not one second after I shut it, I heard her smack against it. Scratching sounds of her clawing at it resonated in my ears. More growls and leeches traveled through the door. And leeches? Screeches. <laughs> <laughs> Just leeches. Plop. Just... <laughs> We're staying in here with you. Things are fucking crazy outside. Yeah. I had Sean's key- ring of keys. Oh, how convenient. But didn't know which one locked this door. So I ran back around and got into the, the driver's side of-, side of the Jeep. I pulled out the key for it again and tried to put it in the ignition. My hand, let me guess, it's not going to start. It's not going to do it. It's not going to start. I pulled, out, I pulled out the key for it again and tried and put it in the ignition. My hands were shaking terribly and I dropped it on the floor. I reached down and picked up the ring, found the key again, and managed this time to get it in the ignition. I turned it and the engine revved but didn't start. I tried again but only to have the same thing happen again. I heard a crash that made me jerk my head around to look at the door. Susan had punched a baseball-sized hole in it. Why did she... How did this painter suddenly become so muscular? Well, she's a zombie now. Zombies have super magic strength or something. (laughs) I'm come to give you a cold handy. (laughs) You can't leave without one. I yelped in terror and tried to take tried the key a third time. These, this time, the engine roared to life again. Where are we? Oh, wait. Uh, okay. I put it in drive and floored it, not seeing that the garage door was closed. The car launched, lurched forward, and smashed through the wood with little effort. Small planks of wood littered the hood all over the car. <sighs> Sorry. It was pretty boring for me. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. There was no roof. Any other... There wasn't... Just like the holes I cut in the condoms. Keep trying to get goddamn pregnant. It's not working because the veil is so gay. Why do you not laugh? I think it's funny. (laughs) Because he's not gay. He's been staring at some other woman's ass this whole time. He's faking it. Oh, is he? Okay. For the for the listeners, he's overcompensating. Yeah, he's a he's an unreliable narrator. Oh yeah, he is. Uh, splinters and tiny bits of wood were caught in my hair. That's how hard oh, she no. punched the door. It exploded into bursts of little, <laughs> little tiny toothpicks. <laughs> But I didn't notice I was too focused on driving. There was no thought of going back to save Sean. <laughs> Fuck him. As I yeah. crossed the driveway and came out Goodbye, Sean. onto the road, I saw <laughs> wait, was the was the was the garage door open this whole time? Oh. The garage door was open and, and it was empty inside. In the dark it looked like a giant mouth about to swallow me whole. Ugh. I spun the wheel right as fast as I could, and my whole body lurched as the car turned on a dime. Now I was heading down the street, away from my house. No thought to where I was going or what I was going to do. The other driveways were empty, and all the other houses were dark. I came to an intersection and pulled out left to a cul-de-sac of the cul-de-sac to a wider road with no houses around it. The wind (laughs) through my hair blew the most of the little bits of wood away. And if a photographer had been there, he would have thought I was beautiful. Beautiful wind whipping in my hair. Hot. So fucking hot. Even with the zombies, I'm so fucking hot. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Even with the gore in my hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I passed the cul-de-sacs with, with scattered, lit-up houses. I had no thought to see if they were okay or if they needed help. I just wanted to get as far away from here as I possibly could. A dog ran across the road and in front of me, and I swerved to avoid it, then righted myself again. I reached up up the dash. I reached up to the dash and flipped on the headlights. <laughs> My field of vision... Oh, now you did. Great. Okay. I can't see what's going on. I'm blind. Sweet crackers. I'm fucking blind. Help, help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the lights are... What have I oh, done? Oh, my God. You know who didn't... Oh, my God. You know who didn't know how to turn the headlights on in a car? No, who? Manny DeRusso. Of course he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he? So um, my friend Bilbo was driving at night, uh, and he was 17, and uh, he got pulled over for some reason or another, and Manny happened to be in the car. And so the cop yeah. said, well, his license is good, and I'm not going to you know, take your license away, so this is your punishment. He's got to drive. And Manny got in the front, and he's like, I don't understand how to turn the headlights on. Like, it's glaringly, it's a, it was a, he had a Ford Tempo. So there's like a glaringly obvious little knob to the left that, that says lights on, lights off, lights on, Mm -hmm. lights off. And he's like, I don't get it. This is before they got all smart. So there's like a fucking cop 
like a fucking cop staring at this idiot who has a license apparently, <laughs> but can't turn on the lights, the headlights of the car. But anyways, a dog ran across the front in front of me and I swerved to avoid it. Then I righted myself again. I reached up into the dash and flipped on the headlights. The field, my field of vision went almost from pitch black lit up to lit up like a Christmas tree. I started to let myself calm down and think about what I was going to do. As Wait, I was coming lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah, the, the outside. So like with tiny little fairy lights? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait. Um, I I lost my place. I'm sorry. That's okay. Wait. Um, as I was coming down the hill, I saw the main. Wait, no. Yeah, as I was coming down the hill, I saw the main outlet of the residential streets to the into the main highway. Something large was blocking the road, though. As I reached the bottom of the hill, my headlights went up and illuminated what it was. I absorbed it all at once. Scattered around the entrance were about half a dozen Humvees, a school bus, and a large-looking tanks. Has it? Has this much time really passed? And she didn't know. What the fuck was going on that people were blocking she didn't hear any of it she was eating yogurt it was it was like like manny like she she yeah. ate, like she made yogurt sound crunchy without the granola <laughs> all right they all um soldiers were standing on the roofs of the hum they're just dressed like soldiers you idiots we're gonna make a porno glad you're here <laughs> Humvees operating large machine guns and spot and spotlights. They all turned to shine directly on me as I came to a stop thirty yards from the group. Eight, surgi- eight, eight soldiers circled five yards in front of the car, each of them pointing a rifle at me. Ma'am, please exit the vehicle. Get on your knees and put your hands behind your head. <coughs> a man's voice over the loudspeaker said, "I was in shock again. We want a cold handy." <laughs> These things were happening way too fast. A group of soldiers. Whoever's in the kitchen, tell them what a cold handy is. I'm not gonna. That's my daughter. So? I'm not. Okay, you know what? Get your daughter on the line. I want to tell her what a cold She's handy 11. is. She's 11. There's a difference. I your know. daughter's an Nana adult. Goes both ways. No, it doesn't. Your daughter's an adult. She's never too young to learn. <laughs> I bet if I told my daughter that, she would be like, eh, that fits right in with dad's personality. So what kind of discussion are you going to have when she accidentally discovers this podcast? I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming that she would want to, you know, like... How is your daughter reacting to the things that you say? I know that she's walking around and she uses the bathroom while you're, you know, like she... she, I've heard her talk to you. Yeah, but she's 20, so it's a little different. I thought she was only 18. No. Holy God. We've been doing the show for a long time, dude. A long time. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. You're only 44. (laughs) What? And I'm only 30. (laughs) You keep making me younger. It's not working. (laughs) You're 32. And you grew up in the same decades I did. (laughs) You never had a mullet. Anyway... The group of soldiers was clustered around the front of my of my car. My car? It's not your car. It's my car now. I've planted a stake in the middle of it. Ta-da! I have a car now. I have a car now. Loser. I forgot how to turn the headlights on, though. Manny, show me how. Sure, baby. <laughs> First, you got to put your cold, dead hand on my dick. <laughs> please make him, wish him back to the cornfield. Cornfield, please, Eddie. Nope. Wish it back to the cornfield, Eddie. Please exit the vehicle, and before he could finish again, the soldier standing next to me opened my door, grabbed my shoulder, and pulled me out of the car, yelling, get your ass, your ass on the ground. And to the ground I fell. <laughs> my feet didn't land, and where I thought they were, I fell on my stomach. What? I don't, I just go with it. The concrete felt cold and, rug, and rugged under me. Someone grabbed my arms, put them behind my back. Like a cold handy. <laughs> And cuffed my my handcuff behind me. Cold this and is, rugged. Baby, this is a new porno we're making called Cold Handy. The whole town's involved. Have you ever stolen all... anything? All right. By Sharia law, we're going to chop off your fucking hands. By Sharia law. <laughs> and we're going to chop off your fucking hands. And then we're going we're gonna to jerk each other off with your dead hands while you watch and bleed to death. <laughs> You know, you can you can survive that. You can survive your hands getting cut off. You would bleed to death, Jason. No, dude. Okay, check it out. A guy was working and without in a medical combine... advent intervention. He was working in a, a combine harvester out in the middle of his field. He was like 17, 18 years old, and the harvester ripped both of his fucking arms off. Okay. He then walked from the combine harvester knocked the phone off of the off of its handle dialed it with his 
fu- 911 with his fucking nose. I think I heard this story di- in, in junior laid high. Down, laid down in a tub until the ambulance could arrive, and he still survived. He didn't have his fucking arms, but he still survived. You didn't think to fumble with your stumps to put the hands in your pockets or something? How, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> Maybe that's how people die. They become so concerned about trying to pick up their own arms with their stumps. <laughs> they have some bleeding everywhere and they're so slippery. No, there's lots of guys who have had their legs and arms blown off and it's not like a medic just gets there right away and gets them to medical care. They still got to grab them, try to stabilize them, put a tourniquet on them. Jason, but what I'm going to say is first. that I, I disagree with the leg one. It's more dangerous to lose your egg, your legs because the oh, femoral if you artery lose your, is... If you lose your leg, the femoral artery is just like, if you don't get a tourniquet on that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just yeah. saying, you're talking about one dude who happened to, you know, bleed slow or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sucking it in. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that the story ended. I you, you remember, did the Weekly Reader exist when you were a kid? We had the Weekly World News. That was my. No, favorite. no, no. It was a kids' newspaper. No, I no, didn't. It was have like it. a kids' newspaper, and I don't. I probably still exists. That you would, they would, they would give to kids weekly based on like their parents would give the five cents a week or like you know whatever a year, and yeah. you would get one, and it was just like a little newsletter for kids around school and interesting things. And I swear, the story you just told is bringing me back to the sixth grade. And there's a picture in my head of an old toothless man with two hooks for hands. Talking about how great it is that he's still able to do farm work. One second. This guy wasn't old, though. No, he was young then. He's old now. He was old in the 80s or 90s. <laughs> okay, so it was in 1992. Okay. Oh, well, then maybe it was a kid. And Let me see. The, you got a picture there? Uh, not yet. I'm just trying to... The whole thing's trying to load. The cold, dead his, handy. This whole episode. <laughs> John Thompson was his name. He was in uh, Minnesota. I want to see the picture. Oh, my God. They attached... They reattached both of his arms. Holy shit. Then this shit. can't be who I'm thinking of. Let's see. I want to get to the get to the description of the accident. Yeah, he was 18 years old. He was alone on his father's farm in a herds field transferring barley from a truck to a large grain bin. The grain auger he was using uh was using he was using was attached to an old tractor by a 1-inch square power takeoff shaft. The spinning shaft was not covered. He stepped backwards, and the tails of his shirt became entangled in the shaft, quickly pulling him in and spinning him around until he was thrown free. When he awoke, which means he was laying there unfucking conscious, hit both of his arms were missing. I want to see the picture. Can you please send me the... the, the... I, I'm looking for a picture of dude. Just a second. Oh, God. All right, I'm just going to keep reading. No, wait, I wanted. I want to finish up the rest of it. He then, where did it? He uh, regained his footing and staggered a hundred yards to the house, using his teeth to open the door. He then kicked open the door to his father's office. Oh, and used a pencil cleansed in his teeth to dial the phone for help. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's, he, you know what? He's a pretty smart kid. I probably would have slammed my stump to, stumps against the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been like, you would have just sat in the field and go, well, fuck me. <laughs> Can you imagine how hard it is to try to pick yourself up off the ground with no arms? If you're used to picking yourself up from the ground using your arms to stabilize yourself. Oh, my God. And I want to see the hands. That's what I want to see. Well, let me see if I can find a picture. All right. No, we got to get back to this story, Jason. Okay, you read the story. I'll look. I was pulled back up to my feet and pushed toward the bus. A soldier standing in one of the Humvees stared at me as I walked past, looking at my ass. No. I looked I looked back up at him for as long as I could. Every last one that I could see was wearing a gas mask. No one spoke to me. I was put on a bus and made to sit in an empty seat. Yikes. There were other people on the bus, but I didn't know any of them. It was like... Uh, no, oh, never mind. I had something funny and then it fell away. Fuck, I'm, I'm always doing this too tired, Jason. Yeah. Did you find it? You did are. you find a picture? You do. Did you find a picture? I found a picture of him post-operative here. I'll, I'll, I'm going to copy it and put it in the chat. That should be the photo okay. for the episode. <laughs> no, we're not. We don't do that. But okay. You used to. Yeah, I used to. There's lots of things. You used, I used to be to so do. different, Jason. You're so different. Like have now. fun. I remember having fun. There you go. So you can see where his arms were ripped off. Oh man. Yeah. Like right around. Like there was no. I'm surprised they managed to get them back on. I wonder how functional they are. Um. Well, there's no nerves. So what does he do? Just flail them around? 
I, I don't know. I have no idea. But look at that. That's like three inches of graft. You, Jason, this has to, how are people going to know what we're talking about unless you also share okay, the photo? Okay, so the picture that we're looking at is a doctor is examining one of the guy's arms. This is about 10 years after the incident. He had, they reattached both of his arms, but you can tell from the scarification, which is where they had to actually graft skin because more than likely... It looks like a dog chewed on one okay. of those toys. His arms weren't cut off. They were torn off. So the skin where the where it finally tore was probably useless. So when reattaching them, they more than likely used a graft. And it's kind of this, it's a much darker color. And it's about three inches wide and goes all the way around near the shoulder on his right shoulder. And on the other one, it looks like it tore just below the shoulder, which means that more than likely the, the, the bone was still in the arms when they got torn out. So the it, the, it popped out of the collarbone, right? The, the shoulder bones. Oh, out of the road. Rotator cuff, yeah. Yeah, out of the rotator cuff. Jesus Christ. Ew. I hope he was in shock the whole time and couldn't feel a fucking thing. He probably found a woman that really loves him. (laughs) Really loves him. Fetishizing. Spin more like a helicopter. (laughs) Smack me in the face. Touch me more with your dead, dead fingers. Exactly. This is the cold. This is that's why this episode is called the cold, dead handy. <laughs> Pry it from my cold, dead handy. <laughs> I'll just rip your motherfucking arms off. Oh, Jason. All right, back to story. Come on. Oh, actually, we're at an hour. Okay. What do you want to do? Uh, is it has really has it really been an hour? Holy fuck! Yeah. Now I know what it's like to be you. What do you mean? All right, I gotta show you this picture because it's I'm you. I can't be the only one that has it, guys. And I'm gonna I'm going to share this picture with Addy, and he's going to use all of his words to you describe want me to it. Describe it okay. in in Addy ver- in yes. Okay. This is called one of the most extensive reattachment surgeries ever conducted. Okay, so it appears to be a woman, um, uh, probably of Indian persuasion. Um, Her on the on the right side is well. All right, let's start with the left. On the left side, yeah, you got what, what what looks to me as a, a doll face that has been ripped from the skeleton of the doll. It has uh-huh. it has long black hair that has been braided on both sides. It looks uh-huh. like it was ripped. For, it actually looks like a child. That's why it yeah. looks like it was ripped from a child's face, yes. a skull. Like the the scalp, ears, nose, eye sockets, and mouth are all present, mm-hmm. laying on some sort of um, it's sterile blanket. Skin. And then yeah, it's just the skin. On the right side is the person aged probably ten years or twenty years past. Mm-hmm. When they reattached her fucking face, and she looks okay. she looks okay, she but looks... you can tell yeah. that somebody that she went through the mangler. Oh yeah, she did. Somebody like I don't know. Did they? Was it was it cut or ripped from her face? I from can't. Her skull? I don't want. I I don't want to know. Because <laughs> I it, don't it, 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 know. I gotta tell you, people. It appears as though somebody took a, a a scalpel and cut from the from the center the widow's peak of her forehead and cut back around the back of her skull and then just put their hands in the back where they ri- they tore it and then ripped peeled her face off like an orange peel it's, and the yeah, eye it's... sockets are perfectly cut around all right i'm getting i'm getting <laughs> to it her name was Sandeep Kaur, face reattachment. Okay, in 1994, nine-year-old Sandeep Kaur from India had her face and scalp completely amputated, Jesus Christ, from a, thresh, from a threshing machine. The machine caught one of Sandeep's braids, causing her head to be pulled in. Can you imagine being the people who pulled her out and then her saved mother, her face? Her mother, who witnessed the accident, said, I didn't know where her face was. Everything was peeled off. Jesus Christ! And, oh, 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 <laughs> oh! But you like she? Microsurgeons uh, uh, reattached her face. Her face was in two pieces in a plastic bag. They re- they uh, let's see. They managed to reattach Sandy's face back onto her skull and reconnect the arteries. And so Sandeep, that picture of that woman who looks like she's 45, she's actually 19. Oh, so they aged progressed her. Well, I mean, I don't think that there was a whole lot they could do. You can tell that that. And I, I got to say, though, yeah. if you're a surgeon, I would be really proud if I was that surgeon. 
and she's training to be a nurse. I would be, yeah, yeah, I can see. You guys, I've told the story about how my mother got run over by a potato harvester, right? Yeah, you did. And, yeah, and you did. she had uh, nearly every bone in her body crushed. That's what made her want to become a nurse. Yeah, and you do know that for the longest time, farming, and I think it might still be, farming was considered the most dangerous profession in the United States. <sighs> Can't grow corn anymore. <laughs> Don't got no more limbs. <laughs> Stumpy, where are you going? I'm going to flop my way into the circus. You leave me alone. Okay, everybody, that's it. Thanks, Nate, for the story that keeps on giving. Yeah. I hope those army guys kill her. Thank you. Remember, guys, if you have a story that you want us to read, please go to the Let Me Listen podcast website, go to the contact page, and leave it for us there, or send me a message letting me know how you want to get the story to me. Yeah. For Let Me Finish, this has been Jason Hart. I gurked off on her face after after no, she didn't. was pulled from the steel wreck. Okay, we're <laughs> fucking done. That little, that was an 11-year-old girl. No, not fuck. her. <laughs> my girlfriend. <Who> then? <laughs> the girl for the girl. I'm, I'm, oh, my God, Jason, you missed it. I was I was fr- the girl from the from the car from the jeep. Oh, okay. They kept removing All limb right. after limb and cauterizing the wounds. With what? <laughs> I don't know. The hot end of a machine gun after it had been fired. <laughs> the hot end of a machine <laughs> gun. Yeah, the end of the end of a gun gets pretty hot if you fire it enough. No, you know if you fire a machine gun enough, it the barrel heats up so much that you no longer have to push the trigger because the uh, the uh, the bullets ignite as soon as they reach the chamber. Hmm. That's sad. Mm-hmm. You keep I'm glad firing to know enough, that. eventually the barrel will fail. <laughs> I'm huh? glad to know that. There have been reports of guys when they're in an intense firefight, they're shooting their guns so much that they can actually see the, the, the metal becomes transparent. They can actually see the slugs entering the chamber and shooting out because the, it'll continue to glow. Until the metal fails, it'll just continue to fire. Huh. You're not supposed to do that. Did you ever see, uh, did you ever watch the Pacific? No. It was the sequel to Band of Brothers, except it was set in the Pacific Theater. Mm-hmm. One of the stories of the guy, and this is absolutely true, they used to give asbestos gloves to one of the guys to pick up the machine gun because it was so hot it would burn the skin off of your hands. And this guy was in such a firefight that he didn't care. He just picked it up with his bare hands to move the machine gun to another position to continue firing. Mm. Burned all the skin off of his hands and then continued to fight. That's another hot handy. That's a hot handy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bye, everybody. <laughs> bye, everybody. <laughs> the Lemmy Finish podcast is a Lemmy Listen podcast production with Atticus Blake and Jason Harding, with music by Kevin McLeod. Produced by Jason Harding. You can find more Lemmy Listen podcasts at our website at www.letmelistenpodcasts.com. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, and iTunes. Please like and leave a review. And thank you for listening. <laughs>